Coach Blake Anderson joins us now here on the Full Court Press, uh, formally introduced earlier today, and he joins us now. Coach, thanks for your time today. Hey, Coach. Hey, how we doing, guys? Hey, we're doing great. I know you've had a very busy couple of days. Uh, are you? Uh, is it starting to settle in a little bit, or is it still just a whirlwind for you? Well, the first I probably won't remember much of the first six months. To be, I, I seem to recall that, that when I made the trip to Jonesboro seven years ago, that you just kind of come up for air one day and you're like, "Wow, I've been we've been we've been rolling for six months or so." Uh, so it, it's a little different being being the second time, not the first time, I guess. So I feel a little bit more comfortable at it, and people have been great trying to trying to help get us acclimated. Uh, but uh, man, I love it. I enjoy it. it. It's good to it's good to be here. I'm sitting here looking out my window, and the snow coming down. Could not be happier. Yeah, the weather. Uh, <laughs> Did you say you're happy along. about snow? I mean, come on, coach. Yeah, I mean, uh, the first real snow of the season uh, when you arrive. So uh, it's uh, just in time. I love it. There's we've had slop in Jonesboro twice in the last seven years, but we haven't had actual snow. So yeah, I'm, it's not a prettier sight. I'm looking out here and it's. The field looks great, and it's just kind of coming down. I'm enjoying it. Uh, Coach, the uh, candidates for this job were high. It was a very high amount of people who wanted to be the head coach of Utah State. I can't imagine uh, the amount of text you got to want to be on your staff here at Utah State. And you announced some of your staff today. Can I ask you what that was like? And you said in the press conference today that you were very uh, deliberate and that you were specific to what you wanted on your staff. What was it like selecting those guys, especially uh, a stranger to this place who uh, nobody knows about, Chucky Keaton? Well, yeah, number one, you ask about text messages. I told the guys that are with me, I had 862 text messages in, in the first day. Once it became uh, public that I was, I was taking the job, uh, and, and I'm so OCD, I can't stand that little number on your phone that shows you haven't read it yet. And so I have been working my way through, finally got down to zero unread text messages over the course of the last few days. So it, uh, it, it's, been, it's been crazy. You know, this is a great place, and people want to be a part of what's going on here. And I'd like to think that I've built a re- reputation for treating people well. That was, uh, that was one of the things that uh, I just always promised. My wife and I talked about when we finally – if we ever get the opportunity to, to run our own program, that we're gonna we're gonna make it where people don't want to leave, and so we've done that. And so we've had a lot of people want to be here. In terms of building the staff, they're guys that uh, either have coached with me, coached around me, I've watched, I've learned with or from, and then also you know just maybe some guys I've interviewed in the past for potential openings and, and didn't have the opportunity to hire them then, but. They really impressed me in the way they did their job and the way they interviewed. So I kind of kept a short list. And a lot of it has to do with what, what fits this particular place. Not everybody you know, fits here in, in what we're going to be trying to do. So there's some guys that I potentially would hire in Jonesboro or, or in, in, you know, somewhere in, on the East Coast that, that here in Utah with uh, just the environment and the culture and the people and then the West Coast that we'll be using to recruit, you know, that, that plays a big part. And, and it's you know, it's one of those things that I, I do need to be strategic and deliberate about building a staff that is diverse in every aspect, that knows the footprint that we're going to recruit, that fits what I want to do on both sides of the ball, and also fits my personality. And I heard you guys talking about faith, family, and fun. That's the brand of football we want to be. And that's not for everybody. So we, we want to make sure those are the kind of people in, in the building. Coach, as you were talking about uh, assembling your, your, your uh, coaching staff, 
Um, any uh, has there been thought about retaining anybody currently on the Utah State staff for continuity purposes or recruiting or anything like that, or just because you think they'd be a good fit? Yeah, and kind of working through that now. I, my my goal is to have a few that are able to stay. Uh, interviewing a few guys here in the last couple of days as well, just to kind of get to know them. And some some young guys that are still working around the office. Um, not sure that that you know how many of those positions will be will be possible. I'm trying to you know, trying to make sure that I listen to the kids, to the players, give guys an opportunity. But at the at the same time, you know, there comes a degree of comfort in terms of making sure you're on the same exact page, that you're both in line with what your philosophy and your thought process is moving forward. So it's always a challenge. Hiring people, especially people you don't know, are is the biggest challenge, I think, uh, or one of the biggest challenges of being a head coach. And, and uh, so I want to be, I want to be smart about that. I do expect that there'll be some, a few familiar faces when it's all said and done, um, but uh, but not exactly sure who those will be yet. Coach, it's no secret that Boise State's been the top dog of the Mount West Conference and that the road to Mount West Conference Championship goes through Boise, Idaho. How do you instill the confidence in your kids and in this community that uh, with you and your staff that you do not go onto the field intimidated by the Boise State Broncos that you intend to compete for a Mount West Conference Championship and will do so? Well, I'd like to think that, you know, just looking at my track record where I've been, really not just at, at, at Arkansas State, but even beyond that, past through, you know, everywhere I've been, we've we found ways uh, to win. We we won uh, championships at lower levels, a national championship in the junior college level, conference titles at the non-scholarship level, conference title at Southern Miss, top 15, uh, coastal division title at North Carolina, and obviously two championships at Arkansas State. Every one of those leagues I went into, you know, there was somebody just like Boise that everybody thought couldn't be beat. None of us were none of us were the guy. We were all trying to earn our spot. And so I've been through that. It doesn't surprise me. I've played them before and I know Coach Harson does a great job. But uh we'll stick to, you know, we'll stick to our core principles. We'll start building this thing up. Don't know how long it's gonna take, don't know the plan in terms of in terms of day or the time. I just know this. If we'll stick core to our core principles and we'll work the way we're willing to work, we will be competitive. and, and you know, I just told the fans this morning, just be patient. Give us a little bit of time to start figuring out what our roster looks like, start recruiting to fit our, our, our philosophy, and, and we, will, we will be competitive in this league. And, and the, the standard is to win championships. Regardless of what has or has not happened in the past, our standard for ourselves is going to be to win championships. And, yes, that means we're going to be able to beat those guys head-to-head, which we plan to do when, uh, when we can build this thing the way it's supposed to be. Any extra motivation that it's Brian Harson over there? <laughs> I like Brian. I don't have an issue with him. Just so happens I, just, just so happens I followed him into Arkansas State, and uh, he left me a couple, you know, a couple uh, explosions there, uh, just friendly explosions when he left that I had to clean up. But uh, that wasn't his fault. That's part of part of transition. <laughs> uh, we got uh, some message here into the program um, asking us if you know, how do you f- or how are you going to go about recruiting this late in the ball game? You know, the early signing period is coming up here real quick. Um, and well, just where, how do you assemble what's already out there and, and try to retain that? Well, for one, we, we've, we've talked to the guys that are committed and trying to figure out numbers. And with this COVID year and seniors coming back, that's crazier than it's ever been. I promise you. I think people just need to, uh, kind of expect this. It's probably not going to be a big, big signing class. It, it is late. We don't want to rush and take somebody that doesn't fit the culture that we're trying to create. We don't have a lot of spots. A lot were already used by the previous staff back in August. 
So this is really going to be probably a pretty small signing class. Transfers don't sign MLIs and are not announced on signing day, and there are potentially some transfer-type possibilities uh, with people that know that we're coming that want to be a part of what we're doing. So I would say don't expect a ton of flash on signing day. Uh, it's really not the first signing day that matters. It's the second, third, and fourth. And so we're going we're gonna to honor uh, every scholarship that we can. The ones that we can't, we're going to try to find an opportunity for them, maybe either, either later in the recruiting process or even uh, somewhere else if need be. Try to retain as many seniors as we can. Get our guys out of the transfer portal that we're thinking about leaving. Spent all night on the phone with those kind of guys last night. And then little by little start piecing together uh, what we need. And, and so I would say, you know, don't panic in this first class. That's probably the key. Learned that my first time around. Probably took some guys that we shouldn't have that first year at Arkansas State. We're going to be a little slower paced this one, but we will ramp it up and, and make sure that this time next year that we are super competitive in the state and in the key areas that we need to be. I think that's a better measure of our recruiting abilities is what do we do this time next year. Coach, your meeting with the players was posted for all to see, and i got to be honest, it made me want to run through a wall for you. Uh, can you talk about the relationship? You got that... built you left? <laughs> <laughs> Five, two, one, one thirty. I don't know if I'm able to do a lot for you, but I can. It's I can definitely a, hold a place kick. Make it a foam, and I'll be. I'm in. Uh, but can you talk about the relationship that you've built with these players in that meeting alone? I've heard nothing but raving reviews about you, uh, about your your conversation with them uh, and how you've been able to relate to them so well during such a trialing time. You know, I think really just what I try to do is just be open and transparent. Uh, I don't, I consider myself somebody without an ego. I just I try to come in and, and try to get all the walls stripped down and out of the way. So just, you know, grown men can have grown men conversations. And, uh, they're going to always hear the truth from me. They won't like it sometimes, but uh, I was very open about who I am, my past, some of the adversity that I've been through that's brought me here. Uh, and, and that, you know, I really can't change the past, the issues they've had with previous coaches. The issues they've had with administration, you know, even the environment and cultural issues that maybe some of them have been frustrated with, all I can do is listen and pay attention and let them know that my goal is to create the best culture and environment for them possible. And that starts with honoring God with how I do my job and, and treating everybody equally. We talked about inclusion. We talked about equality. We talked about diversity. And I talked about that today with my staff. And I also know they're not going to trust me for a while. They, they've been burned a little bit. They've had people tell them things that didn't come true. And My job is just to be consistent every day. Uh, so I, I think not putting pressure on them to expect that uh, they're just supposed to walk in and automatically they trust me and, and snap to attention. As long as they give me their respect and they'll try and they'll give me effort every day, we'll get to that point down the road. And I, I, want to, I think it was kind of a breath of fresh air for them. I don't think it was what they expected to hear. And I, I think they saw a guy that was vulnerable and transparent and just here to roll up his sleeves and go to work. And, and I felt like that the energy from that was really, really positive. And the few guys I've had in my office in the last few days have, have told me the same thing. So I like where we're at. I like where we're headed. Um, and I think we can salvage, you know, this program and, and not, not see everybody run for the hills and, 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 uh, and turn their backs on it. And it's really my goal is to try to keep as many of these guys in-house, in the program, and build on what we have. Another thing that really thrilled the uh, people listening to your press conference was your uh, willingness to be a part of the community. Can you talk about some of the ideas, the plans you have 
to bring football into the community and to uh, bring them together? Well, when COVID ever, you know, lets us kind of do some things that we want to, it'll make things a lot easier. Uh, you know, we'll obviously have open practices as often as we can. You're going to see me and the staff out and about in the community. I mean, we're, we're not afraid to go sit in a restaurant and eat and say hello to folks and take a picture here or there or, 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 or just have a conversation. Uh, you're going to see us in church. Uh, you're going to see us at, at uh, community ball games on the weekend. And, and you know, I, I've done some crazy things in the past. You go back and, and look uh, at, uh, at at my time at Arkansas State. I've, I've been known to stand on the street corner and hand out tickets. I've driven through drive through restaurants and hand out tickets and autograph footballs and a ball cap here there. Just, man, we're, we're going to be out and about. We're going to be a little different. And we're we're, we're going to laugh at ourselves a little bit. We'll try to have a social media presence that maybe is a little unique as well just want these people to know that we're invested in the community and that we don't just expect them to invest in us without us doing the same. And so everybody that I have on my staff will, will, will know that as well. We've got to, we've got to get back and maybe down the road, we can do some uh, opportunities here in the stadium when COVID is not such an issue and, and whether it be some, some camps or some uh, maybe a play day type environment, uh, anything you can think of that, that lets us give back to the community that gives to us. Again, we're talking to Blake Anderson, the new head coach for Utah State University. And coach, uh, well known. You're well known as an offensive minded coach. Lots of points, a uh, high octane offense, uh, it, high paced. But I think there's been a fair number of questions about what do you want to do defensively? What kind of defensive game plan do you kind of prefer? What kind of a defensive strategy do you like to put together for your teams? Yeah, for us defensively, it really. It kind of ties in just to the team picture. When you look at the last 27 years of my career, we kind of went back and studied along the way. The two things that impact a football game more than anything else are explosive plays and turnovers. And so what we need to do on offense is obviously not turn the ball over, and we need to create explosive plays. And obviously you mentioned just how we go about doing that. And to win championships, you've got to be able to run the ball and stop the run. So defensively for us, if we want to impact turnovers and explosive plays, then we have to create a defensive style that can can dictate to the offense uh, and really control the quarterback. So it's going to be about turnovers. It's going to be about tackles for losses. It's going to be about sacks. We'll be multiple between the three down and the four, two, five. We'll slide between those two based off of what personnel we're seeing. And then we are going to turn guys loose and let them get upfield. We're, we're, you know, I think a lot of what they've seen defensively there's been a lot of three down front with a lot of reading and two gap reading type stuff. This is going to be about letting fast guys run fast and be violent. And we're going to, we're going to be competitive in the back end. We want to attack the ball and be competitive in the back end, which will be, you know, some man coverage at times, some, some multiple looks to disguise simplest, sim- simple for us, look complicated for the defense. I think that's kind of the formula. We want it to be simple for us, look complicated for the defense. But speed and violence in terms of defense, and, and I think that that allows us to generate new opportunities for our offense by getting them the ball back and create pressure for opposing uh, offenses as well. Coach, uh, last thing for me, I know that uh, you 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 touched on this, you know, some personal things in your life, a lot of personal adversity in the last eighteen, twenty four months or, or more. Um, that's uh, trying for anybody to go through. Um, it, 
and it seems like from what I've heard and, and what I've read, and certainly re- watching the press conference that your former athletic director, uh, press conference that he had, a lot of your motivation to make the move from Arkansas State was just to give yourself a new environment, a new scenery uh, to kind of move on from some of the pain of, of the trials that you went through. Is that a fair assessment? Because that seemed like it was a pretty good place that you were in in Arkansas State. So, so there are a lot of people surprised that you would move to Utah State, uh, and, which may seem like a little bit of a lateral move. Well, I, I don't. I mean, we're both in a group of five, and we're both programs that can win. So, in that sense, uh, lateral move. I, I, I did feel like it was time for me to to start fresh. You know, I, there's a lot of images there in my head as I drive through town, and uh, you know, hospitals and doctors' offices and funeral homes and and uh, even a house that, that, you know, that, that my wife, it was really, it was hers. Everything about it was hers. And, and I loved it. You know, we've, we've grieved and, and, and we're never, and I'm never going to forget her and I don't want to, but there's just some images that, that you deal with every day that, that are not pleasant memories. They're not the fun, smile, laugh memories. They're, they're hardcore memories that, that, that kind of shake you. And so to some degree, yeah, it, it was, it was hard to live in the community anymore because those were the things that were kind of not allowing me to, to move forward. But I would have not left there for a job that I didn't think was a great job. I, I felt like this was a no-brainer job, a great boss that I've had two really close friends work for that absolutely loved working for John. Uh, both Neil Brown and, and Matt Wells are two of my closest colleagues in, in this profession, and they absolutely loved working for him. I played out here, come out here on vacation and, and skied and snowboarded at Park City. Uh, I was in the Mountain West at the University of New Mexico for four years, so I've been all through the league. I just felt like it was a place that I would absolutely love coaching and spending my life, but I also felt like it was a place we could be successful. And I thought what we do and how we do it is going is gonna to do awesome here. So as much as it's a fresh start, and I desperately felt like that was needed, you know, uh, for me and for my for my family, I also knew it was a great opportunity as well. And I think the guys at Arkansas State, I think they'll benefit from from some new energy too. They've been through that adversity with me. They, they've been walking through every step along with me, and they deserve to get out from under that and be able to move on as well. So I think it comes at a great time for both. I think both programs will flourish because of it. And I mean, like I said, I couldn't be happier to be here. I mean, this to me is a phenomenal new, fresh challenge with great people at a place with unbelievable tradition and history. Well, well, the timing is fortuitous because you're not the only one that's looking for a fresh start. Uh, kind of a <laughs> challenging time right now for Utah State Athletics. Uh, last question before we let you go. This comes from a, a message on our text line. I uh, wanted to ask if you like to go for it on fourth down when needed. <laughs> Absolutely. We take an aggressive, a calculated but aggressive approach on fourth down. And so, yeah, we you'll see us We'll see us uh, challenge folks and, and, and go for it on fourth down. A lot of analytics involved in that, a lot of calculated thoughts throughout the week as to what we feel like is, is strategically uh, in our favor. But you know, with the tempo that we play at, especially with the speed that we play at and the run game that we're going to have a lot of confidence in, that's something that we have been known to do. So defenses need to be prepared to play on fourth down. Hopefully we don't need it. Hopefully we convert on the first three. But if, we do, if we do, then uh, as it as it fits our strategic plan, yes, we, we will, and uh, and have been pretty successful at it in the past. Hey, thanks, Coach. Greatly appreciate you. Wish you the best, and welcome to Logan. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. That's uh, Coach uh, Blake Anderson, officially introduced to Utah State today.